0: Wild.
1: I've been smoking 10 packs a day for 10 years and I have not noticed any adverse health effects <laughs> welcome Amazing. to Colette and mad event to the chat a weekly conversation about video games I am your co-host Matt Silverman Joined, as always, uh, by the one and only Colette Bennett. You are here. It me. It me. It her. It her. How are you doing? How are you feeling?
0: I am well. A little sleepy because I overslept um, until about eight. So I am working on awakening. But we're going to yeah. talk about games. <laughs> the natural coffee, my friends.
1: Ooh. Do you, I mean, here's the real question. Do you have coffee?
0: Not yet. God, because we have cats, you... so the cats usually get fed first. Because if not, they would probably trip us while we're making the coffee. <laughs> because little di- little known fact yes, for those who I, don't okay. own cats, I know this. they I know live this. to kill you. Like right. they, they're they're these tiny little demons that dart around your house, and especially when they're hungry and excited, and they're like me, and you're like oh no, and then you like run into the kitchen, and like we have one specifically who will like dart to the food bowl, and like I've almost tripped over him at least. A dozen times. The
1: underfoot, like, I, I I, just woke up and I'm like, oh, let me do this. Let me do that. And then, like, this. I mean, it's bad enough with kids. Like, get the fuck out of my way. You get out of the but, kitchen. I can barely put the mac and cheese <laughs> into the pot, you know?
0: But do the kids dash by you, like, and you, like, bump into them and almost fall over? Because the thing about the kids is that, you know, unless you have, like, some sort of, like, idiot savant who's, like, walking it like, three months or something, like... You know, they have to be like a little bigger by the time they're like walking around the house. Whereas these guys are like less than a foot tall and they're like darting across the house. It's very dangerous. I Let always me tell joke you with, with my husband that I'm gonna die.
1: Yes. If I opened uh the hot oven and it was five hundred degrees and I did not tell my children to stay away, like my son would just be like, Hey daddy, what's up? And he would just jump into the oven because that's how like <laughs> Clueless, he'd be like, "What's this?" and die. Like that's oh that's God. what's happening here. So uh, okay. I understand. I understand okay. what's going.
0: That on. Uh, that tells me a lot. All right. Well, anyway, um, yeah. So no coffee yet, but the cats are fed and not screaming, which is probably important. <laughs> and not
1: interrupting this very important. Uh, yes. Audio yes. record. Yeah, you know. Here's the thing: At ten thousand years from now, when humanity is gone, and an alien civilization, probably like a sentient, uh, synthetic AI or robotics life form, you know, f- passes by and was like, I think there was civilization. here. Like, I think something was going on here on this little this little planet. And they come on down and they scan it and they check it out and they find data. I, They're going to find this. And they're gonna, and they will be listening to this, and under And I don't know if they'll understand it, but like we have to be prepared to let them know how great Tears of the Kingdom is. Is what I'm trying to say.
0: <laughs> right. They let's have segue, to know. Let's segue to the real topic here, which is,
1: <laughs>
0: which is, you know, what's so funny, and I mean, this is just like a differing opinions thing, but like I found out last week on Reddit that like there's this whole group of people that are like oh nintendo it's so lazy that you decided to use the same base world of hyrule (laughs) and i'm like okay motherfuckers first of all you loved being there so what's the problem and number two like they they gave us so much expanded content and so carefully wove this you know tail within a tail situation like can you blame them, number one, for wanting to, like, duplicate? You know what I mean? Right.
1: Like I know like... exactly what you mean. I, I hesitate to say I have mixed feelings about it because I I wholeheartedly love and I'm obsessed with this game. It's a 10 out of 10 for me, of course. Yep. But I, in a weird way, I understand and accept that criticism because... I guess what's funny to me is that like, I don't know that. It, it, sometimes we are accustomed in sequels to be like in the first game, I could do this and I could do that and I could jump. And then in the second game, the character like looks a little cooler, has better graphics or can run and jump a little bit differently. And in a, in a way the, this game mechanically is exactly the same like it's literally your your all the sound effects are the same and all the movement is the same and all the whatever is the, like it is the same mechanical game and then on top of that is an entirely new entirely really rich right. immersive mechanical experience layered fully on top of it that i would say is is I don't know. Is it 100% of a new game, you know, like at the story, whatever. I mean the story. I like I like Zelda lore as much as the next guy, but I'm not here as as Jaime said on this very podcast. Um I don't play I don't watch porn or play video games for the story. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> <laughs> and, I, and I I actually said to him, I was like, I wonder if Colette would, would disagree with you because oh, I, I know you're a disagree. story lover. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love I, story. I agree with him very much so, um, but I understand. Anywho so and I'll add one more one more drop on here. There was an article that came out recently with, um, uh, uh, I guess it was Ian Numa, uh, who was like, yeah, the game was fully done a year ago.
0: Right. I did see that, but they were but
1: not. All we did for the last year was test the physics for a year to make sure all the new stuff was like really, really polished. Yeah. And I think that's really interesting in the context of that crit- that internet criticism of like, Right. You had the whole thing built and you didn't have to reanimate or redraw or recompose music or whatever. You just had to make sure that the shit would stick together. And, and, right. and that's, an, that is so cool and good, but I also get what people are saying about that. It's weird. Yeah.
0: I mean, yeah, I get, I, I get it. And I, you know, everyone's going to have a different type of take, I think, like in, in that, um, And I don't
1: remember – that's the other thing that I'm wondering about my own memory, and I wonder if you feel this too. I loved Breath of the Wild. I'm feeling uh, nostalgic about it because I'm hearing the same sounds and and characters and and the, the wilderness and whatever. But I don't remember a lot of what I played because it was a while ago, right, and same. I did not replay it. So I guess what I'm so I, I guess I am checking myself of like oh, look at this and i and and I'm wondering to myself like, i was probably here and said the same thing last time i was in this on this mountain or something you know what i mean
0: you know what that's one of the great gifts of adhd (laughs) 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 when you're like like yeah i really don't remember if that happened um but it's great because now it's happening to me again and it's all fresh and new
1: yep yeah or it's like it's inklings and shadows of like yeah, I remember when I, on, on this mountain when there was a tree here and you could do something and then say, mm-hmm. "Oh, right, hey, that still works." And uh, mm-hmm. there's there is a korok here or something, whatever. That's it. In a way, that is also fun because you're revisiting a familiar place. There is just something really tremendous about this whole experience that I'm. I can't yeah. stop.
0: Yeah, no, it's it's great. It it the most important thing i think to me is that i get to go back to that incredibly peaceful place and oh my god i was i was thinking about how you know open world we talked about how i've been like well, i don't really like open, open world games Yep. you know and then you were like but you like breath of the wild which you know totally true um <clears throat> excuse me and Like I was thinking about how interesting it is. Like for me, right. Personally, I kind of find myself somehow, some way like, like enjoying while also feeling like discombobulated that I have. Cause you know, as a person with ADHD, I get easily overwhelmed. And so it can be like, Oh, like there's so much for me to do. That, like, a part of me is like, well, the direction helps me because then I know, oh, all right, I can do this one thing. And I don't have to focus on, you know, 2,000 things. Mm -hmm. But then another part of me is like, but it's fun to just walk around and just be like, you know, I think I'm going to go southeast and see what's over there. Right? And, like, so I think one part of me is like, oh, man, I kind of sort of wish that, like... Like it, i uh, trying to think of the right words. It, I guess I, it's I almost kind of like it throws me off. Yeah, yes. like I don't know how to explain it. It throws me off, but I also in, am enjoying it.
1: I know exactly what, I know, I think the answer is this game is so beautifully designed This in its open-worldiness because no matter which way you go, no matter what thing in the distance you are distracted by, because you're like, dum dum doing this quest. Whoa, what's that? And you go there, and no matter what you do, where you go, what you uh, glom onto at any given moment, there is a dopamine hit waiting for you when uh, you arrive.
0: You know what? You're so right. And I don't you're care so if it's right. like,
1: this was a Korok and it was planned, or this was like, whoa, it's just a beautiful waterfall and there's nothing here, but I'm so glad I went down here. Um. There's always, like, you can push open the map. You can unlock a fast travel point. There's always, no matter what you do, there's always little bits of progress. Oh, I fought a bunch of guys, and I didn't complete a quest, but I got a bunch of parts that I can then fuse together Uh, to make better weapons. Anything you do, you get a feeling of, like, yes, 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 yes. And it's different from other... I love Skyrim as much as the next guy... But I think if you were to play Skyrim, you'd be like, I'm wandering around and I'm looking around and I'm doing a quest. And don't get me wrong. There are plenty of great discoveries and dopamine hits and lore and characters to meet in Skyrim. That's why it's great. But it's not as dense. The dopamine... Uh, forest is not as dense as this game it, it, if that ma- i know that makes sense to you you
0: you really do have to name this epi- episode dopamine forest because if not Done. i mean what is what Done. is the purpose of life Done. um <laughs> that's so great i love the way you put that and all of that like checks out for me like i i yeah i i feel like you're right and it is delightful in a way that i personally don't find manipulative like oh we're no, going exactly. to you a dopamine at all points now Correct. maybe maybe that's the point right that's working but yeah i don't know it just
1: um it's purposeful it's it's genius genius design uh but i i think it's not manipulative i think that's that's good i mean like you know you can manipulate dopamine in any way. You can make it uh, loot boxes and uh, and right. uh, microtransactions. Right. But obviously that's not Nintendo's jam uh, right now or, or and has not historically been.
0: Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um, fascinating. <clears throat> have you... So, and here's the thing. And, and it's interesting because uh, the reason why I've always wanted to play Elden Ring and I never got to it. But every time I talk about Elden Ring, you've played it. I talked about it with Sky. I read about it, whatever is like oh it's a soul's like so it's very hard but if you get stuck you can just wander off and go do something else and it
0: did have that but i think for me interestingly enough um it it didn't it didn't strike it had a similar like beauty i guess Yep. But, like, it didn't strike the same chord with me, probably because Zelda is one of my oldest memories. Yes. And yes. so, therefore, it also kind of hits that oh, I'm really in that very same Hyrule from the very beginning. But, you know, but it's, it's, uh, it looks very different now.
1: <laughs> and this game, this game can, uh, Breath of the Wild and Here's the Kingdom uh, both are uh, can be very dark and brooding and then also very silly and colorful and whimsical yeah and the way it bounces back again i'm tired of this thing so i'm just gonna flip over and do this i'm gonna find a korok and a fairy and do whatever you can uh, whereas uh, again i i did not play elden ring but like those games are like dark brooding uh bleak hard challenging throughout and i and i love that i get why people love that but again there is just a tonal there's a there's a tonal difficult like there are spots in tears of the kingdom that are brutally challenging you know there are fights that i'm like i've died 10 times yep and i and either i get back up and keep trying because i'm trying to engineer different ways to get around the tough parts that I'm experiencing or I bounce off and go like you said I'm gonna just go southeast and see what's there because fuck this I'll come back another time
0: right right like you know that's another interesting thing it it doesn't feel like a penalty to give up or walk away yeah
1: yeah yeah that's from well something because you're like Correct. well
0: i don't yeah. you know i'm a little frustrated but i can walk away and do any one of 500 other things so maybe i'll come back here and sometimes i'll like put a stamp on the map you know that's, like that's oh yep. i saw this i'll come back to this i yep. you know and i'll remind myself and that's what i kind of because do.
1: one day when i have thir- 30 hearts I will come back and figure out how to get this fucking right. korok across the the chasm, and we'll do that later. You know, and I will get that seed, <laughs> but not not today.
0: The first korok that was like, "I need help." I was like, "Oh, buddy," <laughs> and now it's like the like tenth or eleventh, and I'm like, oh, fuck <laughs> know, I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, "Fucking wait, this
1: guy." I know. I'm like,
0: I'm like, fucking wait, deal with
1: it. We all have problems, buddy.
0: Oh my God. It's so funny. Anyway, I'm greatly enjoying it. And, uh, it's been, um, it's been something that I've kind of, and I remember this from the original that I've just kind of been like, ah, like I'm looking, I've been looking forward to, you know, to like my quiet Zelda time, like later in the day um
1: It's so not. I, I've alluded to this before, but there is something so nice and reassuring, peaceful, mentally uh, calming for me, where it's like the day is done, kids are in bed, and I don't. There is no decision to make. <laughs> There's no like,
0: right? Am I gonna
1: try a new game? Am I gonna try this? What show are we gonna watch? I gonna? Nope. It's like nope. I have only one purpose in this world and it is to sit down and play this it, game some more. It is
0: it is Zelda Land, my friend. Yes. It is Zelda yeah. Land. Yeah. And that is it. Yeah, so, it is it is nice in that way. It's really nice actually.
1: We were uh, looking at prepping a little bit to about how to talk about this this stuff today. And since we have not played much else, we could proceed and say we we may get into some not like plot story lore spoilers, but more like, oh, we discovered this and isn't this amazing or interesting. But then so if you have not played yet or you're early in the game or you haven't gotten off the beginning you know tutorial or whatever, you may just want to skip ahead and and I'll put a right. timestamp in the I'll put spoiler timestamps in the show notes so you can just look in there and be like, all right, Skip to this, whatever. So, if that bothers you, whatever. But then the other challenge for you and me is like, because everyone's experience of this game is so different, like, we all, you and I have friends and family members and whatever who are all playing this game, and they're, and everyone, and I find myself constantly being like, whoa, can you believe this? And they're like, what are you talking about? Because they just went somewhere else and and i'm worried about spoiling them they're worried about spoiling me <laughs> so i i so as we talk i think i think you can say i went southeast and then i came to and i'll be like mm-hmm.
0: ugh, I don't, i'm not there <laughs> stop, yet whatever stop stop stop.
1: yeah so if agreed. that works for you uh, yes
0: yes we'll, it works we'll it works fine for me and i i think i know exactly what i would want to say to okay. keep it you know, chill.
1: Please proceed, and I'll try to, uh, I'll try to, you know,
0: frame okay. everything. So, um, the area that I chose to go to after getting the quest, where they're like, "Hey, there are four different areas that you should yes. go to in in Hyrule," which I'm assuming yes. by now you have.
1: Yes, anomalies, um, which which to me is like the main quest of like, all right.
0: Go check out these
1: four regions, which are the main regions of the game. And then you're going to meet all these characters, blah, blah, blah.
0: Yep. And me being me, you know, I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's, that's exactly what I'm going to go do. Um, (laughs) Rather than get overwhelmed. But I think it's funny because I've, I've, gone you know like i went in the direction of that quest and then <laughs> i'd be like way, i'd be like oh look at that oh what's yep. over there oh what's that thing and so but like yeah, exactly I'd go the, stop.
1: The, but it, that okay i'm 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 sorry to interrupt you already but it's like <laughs> here's the main quest and it gives you that goal but along the way we're gonna tease you with four billion other things like again that like you can just wander off, but we gave you a destination, and now right. we're going to show you a bunch of stuff that's also in this world along the way, no matter which way you choose. Ugh, just It's perfect, it's just, brilliant Zelda yeah. game design. Anyway, no, it, it totally is. So I, which I way agree. did you go?
0: Um So I decided that I was going to go in the direction of the Rito Village because I okay. think the first thing that – they say is oh blah 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 like by the rito village and i was like okay sure i'll go do that so, so before
1: you go so i'm gonna say i did not go that direction okay. and i have not been to rito yet so okay please proceed I, but but do not give me anything specific there I, if, if you can I, avoid I, it i i can't you cannot oh I can't man
0: because because one uh, uh it opens up a key quest that mm-hmm. i i i can't I can't talk about it without spoiling you. The only thing I can say is that when I was doing this, what you find there and what you, what you get to go do there a delightful, but b also like, how do I put this? It, that sense of wonder intensified. And as I was going Mm -hmm. through this really just, epic experience of what happens when you get there and then where that leads you to i was just like wow the 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 feeling of wonder got even bigger for me
1: that's uh... and
0: that's just too awesome like i was like going through the area and i was i would be like wow like you know continuing to go through like really just like odd is a good word i guess i'm
1: excited so i hate that i have to like stop you in your tracks but but now you have incentivized me to go next time i play i'm gonna beeline there so that i can do that and then we can gush about
0: it (laughs) yeah like i really just would oh my gosh it's really something um yeah (laughs)
1: so did did you proceed did you stay in that area and have you been doing all that stuff in that area or did you then be like you know u-turn and go elsewhere
0: well the 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 quest you embark on is kind of epic and also it also puts you in a position where you really can't get distracted by anything else. Very which is interesting. Like the first time that that really happened in the game, where I'm at,
1: interesting. so I was like, okay. "Man,
0: crazy." Okay, um, yeah. So I keep
1: hearing this. Obviously, it's a big thing because I keep hearing it come up from other friends of like da 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 da, and then I went to Rideau Village, and then and I'm like, what? "What? What? You know,
0: stop." Yeah, okay. it's it's definitely it's All right. um. It, and it will bring you face to face with a, a pretty specifically important part of the game, I think, is a Great. good way to say Honestly, it,
1: so. like, I. Okay. I went <laughs> northeast, which brought me to. And you know this because you play Breath of the Wild, or it's, it's apparent from the map, but it's it's Elden, it's Death Mountain, um, and it's uh, Goron Town, right? um. And that's its own quest, and the and it's interesting and fun and cute, and it it led. It was my first introduction to going underground, which I, I assume is not a spoiler to you specifically, uh-uh. like you know that exists, obviously. Um, so that was the moment where I was like, "Whoa, what the?" You know, so that's a whole thing, and and this is a whole meaty quest. But it, I actually got stuck and frustrated, and I was like, "You know what? I'm gonna bail,", I bail. and then I went somewhere else. And so it's interesting to me that I went that way and was like, cool, whatever. I'll do whatever. And you went to Rito and was like, whoa, I'm doing nothing else but this. And I, that's just interesting. I'm intrigued.
0: Yeah, I guess <laughs> if there's anything I could say, it would be if you go to Rito Village, be be like – you want to make sure that whatever stuff you're carrying that is like you find to be quite useful, hmm. have a lot of it.
1: That's a great tip.
0: Yeah, I'm have into a it. lot of it. I'm I into think that. That's, that's a good. That's the best way for me to put it.
1: So then, so truly, you have. So you went to uh, what is it? it? Is like something landing. It's not like luna lunar landing. It's a. Uh... Uh, land it's like landing town or something. Whatever it's the it's the main spot where all the quests come from from Pura and Robbie right. and everything. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then yeah, you went uh, yeah.
1: northwest, so that's that's your you've been there for your whole playthrough. Basically, I've been there, like.
0: and at one point I was like, like, okay, th- this is probably the one frustration point, which is still once again very small, but I'm just gonna name it is that if like me, you have been you know using your. um using the things that you find and come Like, Oh, cool. Like I stick that an arrow and it does this. Mm -hmm. Oh, it does this. It does this. If you like me have done a lot of that, then there have been quite a few times where I've been like, okay, I'm here in this area and not just Rito, but a few other places. And I've been like, okay, I'm here in this area. And I, you know, I want to do this or do this. And you, and I would kind of hit this point where I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't have used all of that. Right. All of those, I don't know, like whatever item that sets your arrows on fire or just stuff like that. So, yeah, that for me has been kind of like the like, okay, interesting. And so I'd have to like abandon what I was doing and like go out into the world and figure out where to find what I needed. And sometimes that's easy and sometimes that's not. Yep. Like, well, where the fuck did I see, like, you know, I don't know, like spicy peppers. And it's like, well, mm-hmm. they're everywhere. And then you're like, okay, this should be easy. And then you're like, oh, they're not everywhere.
1: <laughs> I kind of like that about the game. I understand the criticism, but I think the game shines and Breath of the Wild shined before it. I've said it. I'll say it again. It's like having to improvise and use your environment to get past right. a situation, you know, I don't know. I think you and I are similar in like from the very beginning of our gaming. It's like, well, I can't use all these Phoenix Downs. I can't use all these potions. I got to save them because what if something yep. could happen? Yeah. And you it's it's item hoarding. Right. And that's totally. p- part of gaming since the dawn of gaming. And this one is like or the, this game is designed of like this fight is so hard. I have to just fucking blow these motherfuckers up with bombs all day. There's no other way around it. and mm-hmm. that means I'm gonna use up all these bombs, which means the next encounter I'm gonna be like, I don't know. I can't <clears throat> I can't cheese it. I gotta figure out something else. I gotta throw this rock down a hill and fuse this, you know, horn to a stick so mm-hmm. I can even get through here. Uh, yeah. that's great game design. It's challenging. It just becomes challenging. And then again to your point earlier, it's like, well, I've used it up. I got stuck. this is too hard. I made, I messed everything up. Nah, just go south. Whatever.
0: Right. Totally. And I mean, like, when I say a point of frustration, I mean, like, a pretty small point of, of course. frustration. Of course. Like, you know, it's not like it's like a huge, big, important frustration kind of thing. But it's like, oh, okay. Um, well, I guess I'll go back and find this thing and wander around this idyllic and gorgeous world more. Okay. Mm-hmm. 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 The
1: only other thing I'll say, which again, there's no uh, no spoilers here for you or listeners. I guess we did not tread into any spoiler territory, really, um, is that when I bailed on that main quest in, in, at Death Mountain, I was like, you know what? I keep hearing I remember from the old game and there was some bits of dialogue throughout the world of like, Oh, in Hateno Village, you can get you know cool outfits, or you can dye your clothes, or whatever. I was like, right, that was in the first game too, and I vaguely, and I I swear I heard an NPC or I remembered, oh right, Hateno's like in the southeast, so I just went southeast and just kind of like wandered around, found a stable, got a horse, headed down, found Hateno Village, and then. Started doing a bunch of quests there in service of like, I wanna get cool clothes. Like, I wanna find cool (laughs) armor. I wanna get a cool, I wanna dye my hood green so I can be cool, Green Link. And I've just been spending time there doing a bunch of shit, but mostly there's other quests of like, people are like hunting for like, ooh, I knew like a thief was like hiding hiding, uh, you know, armor somewhere. And I was like, yes, please. I want to find that. And so I've been looking for that sort of stuff and just building out the wardrobe basically. Cause like, I want to look cool, uh, and get like, I want to have climbing buffs and attack buffs and a cold resistance and all these, uh, effects right. um, before I go embark on whatever other quests. So yeah, not, not really spoilers there, but like, that's what I've been doing. And loving it and jumping into every well and cave that i can find along
0: oh way. yeah i love the well the first time Wells. i found a well i was like huh really and then like i i hopped into it and i was like oh cool like i'm in a cave like yeah it was like i loved that that was one of those moments of delight for sure such
1: a delight mm-hmm. it really um, is um here's <coughs> so it's speaking of criticisms here's mine you ready yeah it's the same criticism i have of breath of the wild This game is so beautiful and peaceful and serene. And I've always loved um, the idea of, okay, it's a big open world. I remember this from Oblivion and Skyrim where it was like, okay, it's, it's, I'm out in the world, but it's now it's getting too cold or it's getting, the rain is coming. So you go under a tent or you go under a bridge or you go in a cave to be like, I'm I'm waiting out the rain and you're like looking out and seeing the rain come down you know like in real life when it rains and you're like inside and you're cozy it's like a nice feeling right yeah you cannot sit down like you've been running across Hyrule for like 10 hours and then now you're in a cave listening to raindrops uh, but cozy up by a fire and I just want Link to sit down and look out
0: wait 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 so if you build a fire, he can't sit in front of the fire?
1: If you do that, it, you it causes, the, you know, it, it, you can wait until a certain time so you can wait or excuse me, it passes time, which means you can sit by a fire and you say, I want to sit till morning. I want to sit till evening. So the screen goes black and then you like wake up and it's the time you wanted. That's different from I want to make my character sit and look outside at the rain Uh, and wait for these enemies to walk by or wait for the lightning storm to pass so I can go out. Got it. It's so stupid and small, but there is something about that that bums me out where I just want to be able to, I want Link, I want to watch Link relax while he's waiting for something to happen. I got it. It's kind of weird, but that's a weird thing for me.
0: I Do, mean, does that make I, sense? No, it makes perfect sense. And I can see why. Like, it's almost like you just kind of want a little peaceful respite,
1: a peaceful respite. And you can have it. But I think it's funny that you have to stand around or crouch. You can't like like there. Here's a campsite with a fire and a cooking spot and a bunch of stools and boxes. And Link cannot sit on any of them. He cannot <laughs> just sit down and take a load off.
0: It's well, just it's
1: just a quirky thing that I always was like, man, I wish that. And you can do that in other games. You can do that in uh, right. like Skyrim and stuff like that. And it's just a it's just a quirky thing that I always noticed about uh, Breath of the Wild. So right. uh, what I'm no, saying is sure. zero out of ten, literally unplayable. This game.
0: Yeah, well, throw it out the. That's window. my review. Just chuck it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've deleted it from my Switch. <laughs> Um, you had a couple other things you wanted to touch on, uh, gaming wise before we move on or before we take yeah. a little break, any other tears of the kingdom surprises or wonders or delights that you would like to touch on? No,
0: here? I'm kind of grooving in that one place and, uh, I have, um, a pretty big task in front of me at this hmm. point. So I'm just going to kind of chill with that. I think, um, at the moment, Love it. um, so let's see. Uh yeah, so my husband, he was like, Hey, he does this thing where he like prowls like steam and I don't know, it probably Someone's is. got to. God right, bless. someone's got to. But like he does this thing maybe it's because he's a recruiter and his job is literally like to (laughs) find searching for
1: people. Yeah. Yeah, Like he's just like (laughs) some sort
0: of like pro finder. It's amazing. But anyway, he'll be like, Hey, so I was doing a deep dive and I found this and I was like, okay. Mm -hmm. And so the game he found, um, is called ghost lore and it's really Mm -hmm. fascinating. So imagine Diablo two, but, set in Southeast Asia. Mm -hmm. So according to their steam page, inspired by timeless classic ARPGs, such as Diablo two and Titan quest. um, It's got kind of a nineties retro graphic style. Like when you play it, you immediately kind of transport into the way Diablo two felt to play. Yes. Um, So, you know, like that top down kind of isometric style. Um, But yeah, you like, There are a couple different, you know, of course you're killing things because that's what we all do. Um, But all of the ghosts that you fight and all of the food you get are all from the folklore directly that they hail from. That's cool. So we were actually talking last night about whether I, I I definitely was familiar with some of the ghosts we had come across. And I was like are these like Indonesian in mm-hmm. like origin or is this going to span like different Southeast Asian right. folklore? And like when you find food, you need to bring like ingredients for someone to like make food for you. And all the foods are like things you buy on the street and mm-hmm. in, in like Thailand and mm-hmm. you know, Japan and, and so we were like, Oh man, that's actually like super, super cool. Um That they, you know, Okay, here it is. Oh, yeah, Singapore. Yeah, procedurally right. generated world that takes inspiration from the developer's home country of Singapore and its two closest neighbors, Malaysia and Indonesia.
1: So in a world where every single dungeon crawler Diablo-like is medieval European, you right. know what I mean, which is it's the tradition of Dungeons and Dragons and and the the legacy of these kinds of games. So it's actually kind of weird that it's take that it has taken us so long to put these right. games in other settings like this but,
0: and it's nice too because i think that you know like i commented to him i was like it's so cool like i've grown up with so many games from japan and i've loved them but to me it's so cool to start to see other countries like really like put things out there i forget the folks that made dredge what uh what country they yeah were from.
1: right but I know. like
0: you know getting a chance to like experience some of these games that are from developers that live in a very different part of the world, which to me means, oh, cool. So that means that I get to experience some of those parts of the world in a way by playing the game that they made. And in this Mm -hmm. case, that's totally, you know you know it like in breath of the wild you're like oh i found a chicken you know and in this game you're like oh i found a durian like Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. you know you're finding very specific things which yeah zelda is
1: such a it's such a funny example of this because obviously a japanese game made by japanese people set traditionally in like a european medieval world but then more and more in the more modern games leaning more toward uh asian uh cultural like you'll see the way char- some characters are dressed and the foods that are cooked and very mushroom oriented stuff like mm-hmm. but it's it's a fusion i i don't know i don't know i've asked you this before of like anime and and japanese gaming and animation is so it's so japanese in its japanese-ness but all the characters feel like they are european and and medieval and, and medieval and white except that they're not because they are drawn away that japanese people see themselves but we see europeans i, I will never not be fascinated by that uh crossover yeah. cultural no, totally thing.
0: totally i i get that it, it is unusual um and i am sure that someone somewhere has written something that explains so much of that and Mm -hmm. i have not read it but (laughs) um yeah surely this
1: game so you sent it to me earlier and it i'm it really it's very pretty and it has like you said it has this retro style that that still looks fresh at the same time like it looks pixely but it looks right new at the same time but the menu systems look very um old-fashioned in a good way
0: yes they definitely do and i i think it's kind of cool the way that they handle the menu systems because there are things in the menu systems that are like okay you're going to equip this glyph and it's a basic glyph but if you get like you know a different like better glyph and it it uses the same diablo system where it's like you have plain, you have magic which is blue you know you have legendary which is you know orange like that kind of thing for Mm the items but if you pick up a glyph that's like any of those higher tiers they do this thing where like the better glyphs are shaped like a tetris piece and you have to put them into the amount of open slots you have to hold glyphs Hmm. and then Like, so let's say it's the. That's cool. Yeah. 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 Let's say it's the Tetris piece that looks like an L. So you put that in. And so one of those, you know, it should be what? One, two, three, four, five squares, I think. One of those squares is the heart of the glyph. But then the other ones around it, the other parts of the piece, you can fill those in with basic glyphs. And then what happens is you get special bonuses based on what basic glyphs you choose to slot into the yep. Tetris piece. So I thought that was, like, a really cool piece of, like, huh, wow, that's that's really neat and very, like, I think that once a person, if, if a person was a min-maxer, they would, like, go nuts on that, yep. like just the options you have. You can also like slot like weapons and armor with gems, just like Diablo Mm -hmm. that gives you a customization option. Um, So there's lots of, lots of fun, like in menu things to do that may let you like tweak your entire experience.
1: I love me some menus. People, Mm -hmm. people cry about that sort of stuff, but I think that sort of inventory equipment management and customization, it feels really tactile to me. It's like, Oh, you know, like a breath. clicky
0: keyboard, like a good clicky yeah, keyboard. Yeah,
1: but also like <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> I have to physically put my stuff and fit it into my bag or into my uh, you know, armor or whatever to physically make it all work as opposed to like Sure, I'll pick up a thousand shields. Like, of course, because that's what I do in a dungeon. Like, no, I have yes. to physically arrange it so that I can carry it and equip it. Yeah, um, Dredge was the same way. Of like, I can't. Right, I was going to bring that up. I have enough space in my boat to carry all these fish, but I don't have enough configuration uh, to to physically squeeze them all in. So I have to make decisions about what to keep and what to drop. I like that uh, to, to yeah. an extent. It can like get it over, too. it can, it can go too far, but obviously, but um, this yeah, sounds no, great.
0: For sure. For sure. Yeah. It was fun. I'm, I'm definitely having fun with it. And both of us were kind of like, you know, we you know, like we were actually talking about how I brought it up first and then like, it kind of came up among, you know, Patrick and the other person we were playing with. We were all like, you know, we've played like all these iterations of the Diablo beta and like a part of a, like to a certain degree, we were like the characters don't feel that good to play. Really? Yeah. And like, we all were kind of like, well, that could be because this and this, but like, I know that when I played even Diablo three, which had its share of problems, I felt like, Oh, it's really rewarding to like play you know, like this character right off the get-go, like the right. attacks feel good. But I played a couple different characters and I guess I just never really had that click or felt that way. <laughs> I mean,
1: this is what Diablo is for. So if it if that's not working, then uh right. something's wrong there.
0: Right. And like I thought about maybe canceling my pre-order. I was like, should I? And then I was like, you know, I'm gonna give it a chance because I'm more interested in the story of this game than any other Diablo I've ever been because I'm interested in the Lilith character. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you know, I think I'm just going to like chill and just wait to see like what they come up with but anyway we were like well cool like this is a thing we you know we can play you know in the meantime or whatnot and so it was you know and it's also of course very inexpensive so it was fun Mm -hmm. to to and not early access
1: this is uh fully out this came out just recently it says may 17th 2023 so like this is a brand new fresh game right
0: out. super super Very new. well and reviewed on i will say that my one criticism so far in the you know i don't know maybe five hours total played has been that uh they it's not like they don't explain but like the explaining i found to be like not so intuitive mm-hmm.
1: which can be sometimes frustrating sometimes great where it's yeah. like you're discovering and you're like, whoa, what about this? Uh, but if it's if it's stopping you or blocking you, obviously no no good. No, um,
0: it's figurable. Like, but I just noticed it was one of those things where it's like, oh, like the intuitive, like, you know, uh, how do I do this kind of situation, I guess, yeah. where you're like, oh, okay. Like that, you know, the way that those things are explained and organically fit into the gameplay, I think are like that piece was kind of missing. And I was Mm -hmm. like, huh, okay. So you can go into the menus and understand, but like no one really explains to you. And I kind of wish that they did, but I mean, honestly, it's not like I can't figure it out.
1: This is the first game, the only game published at least on steam from what I'm assuming are two brothers, Andrew Teo and Adam Teo. That's Mm -hmm. the, the developers are not even listed as a company. It's Mm -hmm. just two, two people. Uh, published under ATAT Games, which I assume is their names, uh, mm-hmm. Adam and, and Andrew. Uh, so yeah, a, a, de- a debut uh, from from this this small team uh, seems like a big success so far.
0: Yeah, no, I would I would definitely agree. Um, so yeah, good stuff. And then um, there is one other thing that I wanted to briefly touch on, and it was that my um, My husband, who aspires to read everything on Steam at all times, was like, hey, this seemed like a really interesting game. And it was suggested to me because we had played both Persona and we had played, what was the other game we played? Oh, and uh, a game that I can't remember if I mentioned this game on the show. I was a teenage exocolonist. Did I mention that yet?
1: That sounds familiar. So you... Either I'm aware of it, or, or you must have mentioned it, I, I gotta assume.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so, yeah, it was a combo of those two games. Um, uh, in, in I was a teenage exocolonist. You're basically living on an exocolony with your parents um, in, like, a future world where I believe Earth was has been destroyed. Mm-hmm. And yeah, you're, you like, trying to fit, you know, you're, like, a part of, like, the, the colonization efforts in general. Um, so, anyway... The game that is suggested is called Volcano Princess, I think. Anyway, very, very anime looking game, right? You know, of course. (laughs) Um, And it is a game where you play a father raising his daughter between age 10 and age 18.
1: Wait, no, I have it open here. Princess Maker 2.
0: Well, I'm going to get to that in a second. But this is, oh, you're talking about two different games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because Volcano Princess, when I was reading the overwhelmingly high reviews, <laughs> one of them said, oh, this is so great. Like, or many of them actually were like, oh, yeah, like, you know, this this is, is basically like, you know, the Princess Maker legacy. And I was like, the what?
1: <laughs> you know, this franchise we all know and love, Princess right. Maker.
0: And I was like, what is that? <laughs> okay. So here's what I learned. There is a series of games called Princess Maker that is the same thing. You're the father I of a girl. I knew that.
1: Of course, it's Princess Maker. Right, we all, we did,
0: But wait, really, this is just brain-blowing what I'm about to drop on you. So, <laughs> Okay, so you find out that there's these Princess Maker games that came out in the 90s and they started on PC. And then you're like, oh, huh. Yeah, that's a very 90s anime art style. So interesting. Hmm. And then I dug a little deeper and found out that the same company, Gynax, that made Evangelion, mm-hmm. made the Princess Maker games.
1: Ooh, I mean,
0: uh, the, one yeah. of the most legendary, you know, gritty robot animes of all time, <laughs> threaded through with one of the most difficult storylines to ever understand. But they also made a princess game.
1: Yay! I mean, the the fact that 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 animators, you know, TV uh, producers made video games too, is, is just impressive, I guess. Cause th- those totally. are two different, uh, skills. I wonder if they partnered up or, you know, I don't f- know. Like, I whatever. never
0: knew that Gainax ever made anything else, but like they're, they're entrenched deeply in like the legend of like anime lore, you know, yes. like, so it's like, I was like, okay, that happened. And then I also found out by watching some YouTube videos last night that the original Princess Maker, and I think the ones after it because there were like four or five, 72 different endings. <laughs> 72. Because right, but let's, based let's be on- real. All it's these it's little... seventy-two
1: one ending is like she has blue hair and now she has red hair. Like, no, 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 okay. no. One Real? is she
0: turned into a demon, and cool. one is she becomes the princess and saves the kingdom. And basically, all these decisions you make, and you. So, if you've ever touched Persona or even seen Persona, when you see the menus, you're like, oh, right. Like you have this slow tweaking process of, well, I can add to her stamina or strength. Oh, maybe today I'll send her to a class. Oh, or maybe today she'll skip class and she'll go and i don't know have a weird encounter in the town where she ends up Mm -hmm. having to get into a fist fight when she's 12 like the the amount of thought like i am just absolutely floored so i found this and i was just you know i have the softest of spots for like 90s anime era Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i was just like oh my god i have to play this and i have to play the volcano princess game
1: because
0: (laughs) princess maker has been since remade of course and there's a version called refine and they made like you can buy like the Refine versions of the games which are you know cleaned up and okay you know um you know sprites tweaked and nicer fresh coats of paint etc and that's what i'm probably going to end up getting but like it's just one of those games where like the combo of things you do is so strange but so different mm-hmm. that i'm just like literally starry-eyed over it like if i wasn't already playing tears of the kingdom i would be playing this right now like it, it, this, fuck you appears- and your podcast matt i would be yep. playing princess maker Great.
1: Uh- <laughs> This appears to be, um, you know, visual novel, character development, whatever. But then there's also a top-down, overworld RPG, turn-based battle system going on, at least in Princess right. Maker 2. It's right. both of those things?
0: Correct. Okay. Correct. And yeah. this
1: says release date is 2016, but is this a... The Refine, is that a, re- a re-release of a 90s game? Is this Correct. What, is that what yeah. you're saying? So okay. the
0: original Princess Maker was like god i don't know like 1993 or something hold on i'm gonna pull up the wiki page um okay yeah (laughs) the original game was 1991 and it came out for um the nec pc 9801 and ms dos
1: i was gonna say like right these never made it to famicom or or nes i i guess
0: uh not the original no one. no no they didn't they didn't but i actually on the wiki page which i think is interesting i see one of the platforms was mobile phones and i'm like oh did it did they make a mobile version of this I like mean, very classic be, game because that'd be a fun way that to would play make it.
1: sense that would be a great way to play it for sure
0: i'm gonna have to go nose around about that interesting but anyway okay. yes extremely excited by many elements of um of me figuring all this out so uh yes i will be reporting on uh princess maker in the future no doubt i
1: love this rabbit hole that you have found yourself in what a fascinating
0: and then i was like well hey maybe this weekend when i hit a point where i get frustrated in zelda i you know stop and i like fire up princess maker yeah Um,
1: you need a little a little palate cleanser a little break i'm i'm starting to feel it i've been going so hard on tears that it's like Maybe there's something on on phone or whatever that I could that I could break away from. Right,
0: that you can kind of moderate yourself with. Yeah, I feel that. And I think playing um Ghost Lore and then discovering this last night yeah. was kind of, you know, on that same place.
1: All right, I'm about to drop some knowledge on you right now. Okay. for I have slowly over the last few months been making my way through Evangelion the show. What? after your inspiration uh your influence i'm here to say you're an influencer
0: oh my god well that's kind of nice but i mostly am like wow how did you like watch it slowly because i could only like mainline that shit
1: yeah it's you know what i would say it's like binging three to five episodes in one shot and then <clears throat> and then living life and playing video games and not really you know coming back to it and then it's usually like, oh, I'm, you know, I'm exhausted and I just want to lay down and watch something, you know, um, and I'm actually so I'm I really like it and I really understand. I'm starting to understand why it's so venerated and important. And it's, yep. I'm also observing that it's such a thing of its time. Like it, it does feel very <clears throat> 90s, but it also is seems very innovative, too. Totally. But I, I'm. I've. I understand from you, and also from some discussion in the wider world, and even in our Discord too. Of like, it's the original series, but then they revised it, and then they made the movies, which made it short. What I'm. What I'm doing, and you tell me if this is good or bad. It's just like the thing, the series that is on Netflix in English, uh, English dub. It, whatever that is, I don't know if that's the original original or the the revision or something, but I'm just going episode to episode. It's not like a movie or anything, you know, and that's uh, how I'm watching it.
0: You are watching the original show.
1: And, and is that the is would you say that's the good way or is there a better people are saying, oh, you, there's a more streamlined way to get the story. And is that good or bad? I, I don't know.
0: Um. So uh, Evangelion is known for being incredibly dense and confusing, which, mm-hmm. to be honest, it, it is. Um, so my take honestly would be that some folks might be like, oh, well, it'll make more sense if you watch the movies because they condensed a lot of what was in the show into the first, there was four total movies and they condensed a lot of the show into the first two. But that said, and once again, you have to remember, this is coming from a person who is like a real fucking purist about like mm-hmm. old anime. Mm mm-hmm. I still love the show mm-hmm. more mm-hmm. than I love the movies, despite how much nicer they look. Mm. There's just something about the show that hits. Why really... do they
1: look nicer? My perception was that they just re-edited the original into Not a tighter they remade no. it.
0: Well, they lost all the original footage, so they had to wow. animate everything. Absolutely wow. everything. But I mean, huh. you know, you're t- it's such a large gap of time that, you know, you're talking about, oh wow, like this is you know a whole and i mean they retained the style like the style is retained Hmm. but it's it's done with modern sensibilities i guess is the best way i could when you say
1: they lost the footage it's like well but we have the original show and it's it is on netflix it's digitally you know captured you know how
0: when like i don't know if you've ever worked with a um uh my gosh, my brain won't come up with it. Like a, a a professional camera where you can like adjust the aperture and stuff. Yeah, sure. When you have something like that, if you shoot in RAW, you have the widest.
1: There's more like, flexibility in the correct. image. Yeah, but okay. if you
0: if you just save JPEGs, mm-hmm. it would be a lot harder. It's kind right. of the same thing. Interesting. Like they don't have the raw material to. Or, or the or they cells, did like
1: the like they don't have the characters separated from the backgrounds, they just have the finished show. Correct. Which is you can't correct. Yeah, can It's like merging uh, you can't, all the layers. Yeah, you can't unmerge. Which I no. get <laughs> I guess, I, guess I, I I'm ignorantly I perceived it as like a re-edit of like we have the whole show and now we're gonna just chop it up differently so it's faster or more coherent or whatever.
0: Well, but so, they actually and- redrew it. So one, yeah one famous bit about the show as well is that um, and you, when you get to those last two episodes you two will probably be like what um, <laughs> um, the creator um, <laughs> the creator um, Hideki Ano he has been quite open about the fact that he was fighting with depression and a lot of the when he was making Ava and a lot of the stuff that he put into the show like he used a lot of his own feelings and so i think when you see some of the feelings shinji has when you see some of the feelings ray has you you're you're kind of he's using his life experience to kind of you know weave into those pieces um and so anyway Uh, there's a lot of debate and and has been for so many years about well he made the final two episodes the way he wanted to make them or his depression was so severe that they kind of completely veered off course and did this because what they do in the last two episodes is completely different from the rest of the show interesting
1: Um, now is that why that's what i'm wondering is is that why people find it confusing because like I think oh, no. it's weird and a little obtuse, but I'm not confused by the plot. I have many questions, as I think a normal viewer would have, of like, so w- what are the angels? Are they aliens? Are they robots? Are well, they from you'll the get Earth? Answers. Are they from Matter space? Like, uh,
0: uh, yeah. Uh, my guess would be, it depends on what episode you're on, but my guess yeah. would be you're going to hit a certain point where you're going to go, oh, fuck. <laughs>
1: I haven't gotten there yet. So I'm very interested to last
0: probably six episodes, I think. And then I think what happened as well was that the idea for rebuild was like, you know, Anno didn't have, there were a lot of resources he didn't have at his disposal, including like his own solid mental health. Right. And so he wanted to remake and tell these, he wanted to clarify, I think a lot of things. Okay. Um, so this
1: was his effort to revisit. It wasn't sort of like a a repackaging well, or studio. Oh no, publisher. it's a
0: complete repackaging. Like No, so, I know, but,
1: but it's, it's his vision. It's not a uh, you know, corporate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 No, that's totally, totally true. Um, later down the line, he wanted to end the story in a different way. And so if you watch the movies um it's really funny actually so you you finish the show the main show and then you're like okay well that fucking happened <laughs> and then a lot of fans were really disappointed about the way hmm. the show ended mm-hmm. so then they made a movie called end of evangelion and man if you think they were disappointed with the sh- how the show ended <laughs> like my theory is that end of evangelion was made during like Anno's like deepest part of depression because wow. that is the darkest shit i have ever seen like huh. he was like okay you want a fucking ending
1: i'll give you a fucking ending
0: yeah like it's so dark i love it but it's okay. dark i'm into it and then you know all these years go by of course and then he was like i'm gonna redo this and so once you watch the show and once you watch end of evangelion then you would if you're still interested want to go watch the four rebuild movies which are 1.1.0 2.0 3.0 and i think
1: and that's the retelling of the original story but reanimated and re reworked is that the idea
0: uh to a point it's the same up to more or less coming to the end of the second movie and then after that it goes off the rails and Uh, becomes something totally different so i mean you know i would say and like it's interesting like there's so much debate in the community you know um you know i you know i you know, love the retellings. They're perfect. You know, like it's exactly what I wanted. And then there's people like me who are like, I kind of sort of like the original show better, even though mm-hmm. it's like murkier because mm-hmm. I like the murkiness. Like yeah, you can yeah, just yeah. go on and on and on. Yep. But yep. That's, that's my best in a nutshell of.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Murky is, it r- feels like the right word. Cause it's, there are some places in the show where it's kind of just like, well, you know, this is supposed to be happening in the real world in the, in the present or near future. But like, there's no way like this kind of government organization could exist. So I'll just accept it. Like it's, I've heard the term hard world, hard world building and soft world building. And hard world building is like, Everything has a purpose, and magic is real, but it has an energy, and it, you know, many chlorians have to power the fort right. Like it's all—it's all about systems and mechanics, and I love that. And then there's like Studio Ghibli. That's just like, yeah, this castle flies around. That's what it does. Yep, that's what it does. You know, we don't have to question
0: it because that's just what it does. And everyone, yeah. and you
1: just—you just like, yep, I accept this, and and I feel like um, so far Evangelion is kind of like. Okay, it's sci-fi. It's future tech, and there's you. People are saying technical things about (laughs) systems and computers and stuff. But also, it's just like magic robots are fighting things. That's we're cool. We're cool. We're good.
0: Yeah, I mean, and I think being like a longtime anime watcher, that's just how it is. Like there are so (laughs) many things in anime that you're like, maybe it's because of watching a lot of anime like Mm -hmm. you're just like okay that's completely fantastical and it doesn't Mm -hmm. even phase me anymore like i just kind of just (laughs) allow the world that they're putting to me to happen but i don't know if that's how everyone else sees it but i mean you know a deeply corrupt government agency Mm -hmm. is is not hard for me to imagine for instance right
1: So So, my last thoughts on that is just that I am enjoying it. I'm excited to uh, have some what the fuck moments because I, because I want to know. But then the other thing that occurred to me uh, is that long ago uh, I played and finished, which is rare, uh, 13 Sentinels, Aegis Rim. Yes. And when I was talking about it and gushing about it and talking about it to you, I was like you got to play this it's so great you will love it it's you know evangelion whatever and and you were and I was describing the basic premise and you're like oh well that's just evangelion I'm like <laughs> I I don't know if it th- if that's it and what I'm starting to understand and and like I think people who know the show and know what this is would are going to say a duh but what I am starting to understand is that 13 Sentinels is a deep homage to yeah. Evangelion absolutely. in a deep, deep way.
0: That's absolutely what so it is. So much so
1: that there are some English voice actors in Evangelion who are also in uh, 13 Sentinels. Like I'm watching oh. the show and I'm like, oh my God, that's, I don't know who the actor is, but I that's that voice. Oh, and wow, I didn't know there that. there are namesakes. There are characters named in 13 Sentinels that are either the exact name or references to other character names from Evangelion.
0: Oh, okay.
1: And point being there are multiple crazy ass twists that are like what in 13 Sentinels. Also, I assume in homage to the craziness of Evangelion. So my point is I'm I'm coming to it backwards. I'm falling into it backwards. <laughs> I have I have zero context and I'm recouping the context in a backwards way. 13 Sentinels is made for you, my friend you playing that game would be like oh they're talking about this and it's a reference to this but then they're doing this instead and whoa this this easter egg and that easter egg all that to say is like i <clears throat> you you gave you gave 13 sentinels the respect but you're like nah, i don't need to play that because i think no, I i, get I it.
0: bought it and played it and then i got you distracted did. remember yeah got i it. did i bought it i played like I don't know, probably like two hours, and I was like, "That's really interesting. I like this." And then mm-hmm. something happened, and I got distracted. I don't know what it was.
1: If and when you find the the, the urge to go back to it, uh, get on back there because yeah, it I was will. it was a great experience. I really uh, really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah, I, I trust me. I intend to, and I clearly was like, "This is a quality game." but you know how it is to be in this world of games mm-hmm. right now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: All right. Uh, let's leave it there. Uh, if you are continuing your journey in tears, of the kingdom, please hop in. We were debating and discussing, and it's the same problem, right? Of like, should we create a channel in the discord for tears, of the kingdom? And I think that's cool and and fun, but at the same time, like, it's hard to create a spoil a spoiler zone because like, again, if you had told me what you just did in Retailville, we've played the same hours of this game. Theoretically, let's like, yeah. see, we both have played 20 hours, but if you had gone and said what you said, you would have completely spoiled a huge part of the game for me, even yeah, though no. we were and
0: I, yeah, I can't, I cannot mindfully do that. I would rather we just, you know, do our best to talk about it in a in a comfortable and safe way yeah, as we go.
1: Practice safe Tears of the Kingdom. Okay, everyone? Just yep, be safe out there. Practice the
0: safe T O T K.
1: <laughs> Final thoughts, Colette, before we go.
0: Um pretty much don't want to go to work um i think i've been saying this a lot lately every time we talk about tears of the kingdom i'm just kind of like i just kind of want to go play tears of the kingdom but i can't (laughs) because i have to be a responsible adult so i'm gonna go and do my job now
1: all right (laughs) cash those checks do the do the good work and then tonight i'll see you online for some more tears of the kingdom
0: that's right
1: yay bye everybody
0: bye